Not content with your content? You've come to the right place. The Discontent Show with Joe Kuzma. Every brand starts with a story. Here's how you can grow your business by sharing it. Now with today's topic, the host of The Discontent Show, Joe Kuzma. Hello, everyone, and welcome to The Discontent Show. My name is Joe Kuzma, and I am your resident expert here for all things content marketing. Today, I want to talk to you about how to handle negative comments on social media, whether or not you should respond, and if you do, how you should respond to the negativity. Let's face it, we live in an era, in a period of time where it's very easy to get behind a keyboard, nameless, faceless person, maybe even uh, hiding behind an alias, and uh, they feel more freedom to speak their mind, however they may, (laughs) oftentimes ignorant, maybe sometimes even crossing the line to other nameless, faceless people. But you are not nameless or faceless. Your brand has a presence and you want to keep it shiny and squeaky clean. And there's some ways to do that when someone criticizes you. Now you have to know there are people out there that just like to be an internet troll. If you're not familiar with the term troll or trolling, they are people who they get a rise out of making other people miserable, basically, and just being negative and making snide comments, and they're looking for attention. So a lot of this doesn't necessarily apply if you come across the troll. We're trying to, I'm going to try and keep this more geared towards you having to deal with actual customer service, keeping your clients and customers happy, and making sure anyone else who is a client customer or a potential client or customer, that they don't see anything that's negative coming from your brand from uh, the face of your business, which is oftentimes your Facebook page or your Twitter profile or on Instagram. Now, how should you respond to any type of criticism or negative comments? I'm going to give you a few options here. One of the first is actually, believe it or not, you don't have to respond. Sometimes if you respond, there's nothing good that's going to come from it. Even if you have the best of intentions and somebody has an inflammatory comment, they might be trolling, they might say something. Now, if you come across the troll and they say something that's in the category of we've heard these buzzwords like hate speech, harassment, cursing, uh, it has to be really bad, derogatory, abusive language. You have every recourse to do something about it, deleting it, reporting it, and things of that nature. And I'll cover that here in a few moments. But This might come as a surprise, sometimes just not responding. If it's fair criticism, somebody didn't like the product, we got to learn to not uh, take everything personal. I know you want to take it personal. Let's say you're operating uh, some type of food service. You're in the food service industry. I don't know. You have a hamburger joint, for example. And somebody says, oh, the burgers were terrible. Well, you know what? That's one person's opinion. More than likely, they say, that only one out of seven comments from people are actually going to be positive. When things are bad, that's when people feel compelled to complain and make a comment about it. So keep that in mind. It's probably going to be more negative than positive, unfortunately. That just comes with the territory. And if you've ever dealt with any type of you know, comments or suggestions box or anything like that, had surveys, you've dealt with this. You've had people, particularly if you just happen to be a hamburger restaurant, you've probably had people come up and say, this is cold or this isn't good or anything. 
anything like that. And you got to have the same uh, type of goodwill and gestures when dealing with this on the internet as well. So it's just something to keep in mind. Uh, a general rule of thumb in the social media marketing field is you, you don't want to delete comments because then you're silencing opinions and you're making everything look rosy and you think it's looking good. But we all know we've been on Amazon where we go to shop for something and you look at the reviews and the reviews look fake. If you don't have at least some bad, some negative comments, then you're not, you feel like you're not doing your homework. You're not making an informed choice. And I come across this too when I'm somewhere, you know, Yelp, TripAdvisor, some of these places where you can actually review uh, restaurants or hotels. Hotels seems to be the one that I always look at. And I'm looking for a room and, and somebody complains about, you know, the decor is outdated. Well, I don't really care. I'm not too worried about that. What I'm worried about is, is the place clean? Can I get a good night's rest? Is it safe? Is it in a safe area? Things of the, that nature. So when you're dealing with those type of comments, leave them in there because you know what? The, the stuff that people are complaining about ultimately may not impact your business as much as you think. And it's going to help people do their homework, their research, and make a more informed decision about whether or not they want to do business with you, purchasing services or goods, et cetera, et cetera. So, um, but you, sometimes you don't want to ignore comments. You can't ignore just everything. Everything because you know it falls on deaf ears. Some people want to be heard, and maybe uh, just being heard is all they need in order to say, "Hey, you know what? They, they weren't too bad. They took care of this problem. They're stand-up people. We're going to come back to them." It's going to foster goodwill. It's good customer service for someone. Uh, just make sure you don't end up in an argument. And that's where I'm going to go with this after I talk about deleting, banning, and reporting, which are tools that are available to you. Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, if you run a YouTube channel, anything of that nature, uh, you're going to have this ability to do that. Now, you also have like on Facebook, you might be able to hide something. So maybe someone, only someone's friends and family see it. And that might not be so bad if it's like a little over the line when it comes to being of hypercritical or whatever. So, but you don't want to silence this audience completely because when you delete a comment, they might come right back and say, Hey, they deleted my comment, blah, blah, blah. And now they're like 10 times more furious and angry with you. And it's not going to do anyone any favors. So be careful of that. Now, obviously if someone's making some disgusting, uh, jokes, they, they bring some very serious things in, maybe even something that's unlawful, something that's completely untrue, a lie, this is where they're harassing you. And if they're harassing you, it's something you could definitely report. There's no reason you can't. Uh, but to outright just ban someone, be careful with that. I mean, that instrument or tool should be used as little as possible. If you happen to be on Twitter, a lot of people have fake profiles and they're going to jump back and forth and they're just going to go out there and they're going to try and be, they, they may even turn into trolls just based on their experience. So be very careful uh, because with uh, great uh, power comes great responsibility and just slamming down the ban hammer, the gavel as though you're the judge and jury. It uh, might not always be th the best thing for your brand or business. So keep that in mind. Uh, but Obviously, once again, if this is a troll, it's a bot or a fake account. You you see that you know they don't have any Twitter followers, or all they're doing on Twitter or on Instagram is making bad comments about people, or maybe even they have multiple times made uh, bad comments on you. I, I tend to not say anything about Facebook here because Facebook has done a, a pretty decent job over the years of weeding out anyone uh, that has a fake account. In fact, people have mentioned this before on previous episodes can't even use aliases if you use like a stage 
stage name uh, for any purpose. Like, a, you know, your if, if yeah, if you're an author, your your pen name might not be uh, that erroneous that it would draw a red flag. But I know teachers who don't use their you know full names, so kids and parents and stuff can't find them on Facebook, and they could kind of hide and, and have a private life there with their own inner circle of friends and family. But uh, Facebook, for the most part, wouldn't even let you know some uh, actors and and uh, other people use nicknames uh, within their first or last name field. So uh, just keep that in mind that uh, who you're dealing with is genuinely has a genuine like complaint or comment and they're real people. Now, one thing I'm talking about is negativity here, but on the positive side, if someone leaves you a good comment, it makes you feel good. There's a saying that, I, that I've come across over the years, and it's uh, pet the dog when it's nice as well. So just don't scold the dog, scold the dog, scold the dog, because what's going to happen is the dog's going to end up biting, biting you when you put your hand out there to pet it. So uh, also let the dog know, good dog. And, you know, not to relate pets with people, but I think you get the idea, you have a picture in your head that then you're engaging with people. Say thank you. Thank you for your support. Thank you for the kind words. Uh, it may even get you some more comments like that in the future. And that, that goes a long way. Everybody likes to feel good, especially when you're dealing with some of the negativity that's out there. Now, we're talking about engaging and leaving comments. I talked about ignoring. I talked about deleting you're going to actually come out here now and you're going to reply. You're going to respond. And you got to make sure that you're someone, uh, that you have somebody, if it's not yourself doing this, that isn't going to be combative. They're not going to start an argument or debate or have a shouting match back and forth. Because if you're seeing this on your page, on your Facebook page, on your Instagram profiles, back and forth on Twitter, especially if people put alerts on your account, it's just going to blow up in everyone's face. And it's just not something that, that you want to have happen. You want to take the conversation offline as well. But to close out something with being combative, you also have to know your choice of words. I know some people like to use humor, but when you're dealing with text, when you're dealing with anything like a text message, just think about that. Emails, it's very, uh, it's not very interpersonal. And if you try and use humor or something like that, or, or you use a certain set of words that could be conveyed the wrong way by the person receiving that message, be very careful. Just be very careful there. It could be taken the wrong way. And again, it's just going to be that slippery slope and everything's just going downhill. Uh, you don't want to engage in, the back and, in a back and forth argument like I said, spirals out of control. So you want to take this conversation offline, get it out of the uh, out of the public realm. You just want to take it away from everyone else's eyes and ears. Have somebody email you. Have somebody call you. Have somebody, uh, if you do uh, direct messages with Twitter or Instagram or the private messages with the Facebook Messenger, Get it on there, and then you could speak with them. And oftentimes when you're dealing one-on-one -on -one with a person who truly cares about whatever their issue may be, they're just not you know, on their soapbox or, and shouting just to shout, it's going gonna, it's gonna to go a long way. It's going to calm them down, hopefully, and it's going to straighten things out. And you know what? 
if you actually do a good job and there was there was a problem, let's say you sold something and it was broken and you replace it. I, I actually had this happen with one of my kids' toys a few years ago, a Christmas toy, believe it or not. And we sent it to one of these big toy manufacturers. I mean, no questions asked. They sent something back, probably first class mail, next day error, whatever it was. And it was just like, wow. And I was, um, I, I was so impressed with that, that I... I went and I left them uh, not only in, in an email, and they ask a survey too, because obviously being a multinational global corporation the size that they are, uh, they have these tools in place to ask, okay, how did this go and everything like that. And it was all tens with extremely satisfied. Uh, I felt compelled to actually write in the comments and things of that nature afterward because, you know, I, I was not, I was blown away. I was not expected to be taken care of like that. So I went from very upset to very pleased and wanting to not worrying about having any concerns of doing business with said company again. So, but that all started once again, because, you know, I, I'm not one to go on Facebook or Twitter and start to complain to someone anyway. So I was able to find the contact information and go through the proper channels. And I was very upset in the email, but after having someone take over and you get, you know, like a support ticket or a case number or however you tend to manage your customer service, you, you may not be large like that. I, I certainly am not here with my own website and things of that nature. If you go and use the any of these facilities to contact me, you're going to get me. And I'm going to speak to you and I'm, I'm going to I'm going to be honest with you. I'm going to level with you. And I think people really, really like that. And what happens is, is if, if they still happen to be upset, those comments aren't out there in the open where it, it's going to drag you down. It's going to drag your whole image or, or your brand uh, perception uh, down in a downward spiral. So I hope these things, uh, all these tips here help you with how to engage with the negative comments. Uh, particularly, this is going to happen on social media. Uh, if you have any questions, questions for me, of course, uh, the email, uh, the contact form or my contact page on my website available here, right here in the show notes, or you could just visit jokuzma.com and all of the information is there. As always, I encourage my fellow uh, marketing gurus that are out there or gurus in training to be safe, be good, and I'll catch you later. Hi folks, this is Joe Kuzma. <laughs> no, don't worry, you're not hearing things twice. I'm just here to say from the bottom of my heart, thank you for listening to today's show and being a follower and subscriber of the Discontent Podcast. And I want to remind you that if you're interested in more information about all the various things it is that I do, whether it be about this show, content marketing, or you want to ask a question, you may visit me at joekuzma.com. That's J-O-E-K-U-Z-M-A dot com. Or you can follow me as well on Facebook. Make sure you get the page and not the personal profile. Sorry, it's only for friends and family. Also on Twitter at Joe underscore Kuzma, LinkedIn or Instagram. Also, don't forget, if you haven't already, subscribe, whether that be on iTunes, YouTube, or your favorite podcast provider so you don't miss out on any of the great episodes that we have. Once again, thank you again for your support. And I look forward, as always, to speaking and interacting with each of you again soon.